Welcome, welcome. This is Jesse with Recovering Mentally, coming to you live from Nebraska. I'm here today to talk to you about being your most authentic self. I personally left corporate America. It was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my sobriety. And now I branched out onto my own with learning all these kinds of great tools to help coach and guide you through this. Because you know what? We are awesome and we are badasses when we are doing the things that we love that are not only good for our self, our career, our success, but for our mind, body, and soul. So let's get started. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Recovering Mentally. I am Jesse, and I am here for part two with David Williams. I'm so excited. My first part one and part two series. <laughs> David is an author and an entrepreneur and the man of mindset. But today, what he's bringing to us is something that's really heartfelt. I mean, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if I cheer up a bit. I have I'll been- try not to, guys. I have been watching a lot of Hamilton, and there's a song called Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. And I I shared this song with David because David is big on legacy like I am. So the question that we need to ask ourselves and that David is going to help us answer is how do we leave our legacy? What is our mark? to leave on this world because we are meant to we are meant to leave a mark it doesn't have to be something huge but as we all know small things equal big things so david thank you for coming and talking to us about the importance of legacy and how 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 it incorporates in your life and what you're doing yeah no problem for one i wasn't always trivy to the idea of legacy uh in fact for a long time i was very um careless when it came to the idea of it Uh, i was very irresponsible in fact even in school i was known as now i know in business and and what i'm doing right now i'm kind of superman of, of that of my life right now but in school i was very defiant i was very defiant i i I was very defiant. Um, I know, and this is all before my grandfather passed and before I kind of got hit with that legacy bug. In school, I was very defiant. And when somebody told me not to do something, I'd do it anyway. And that kind of became my reputation in school as just the defiant kid. That was my, my reputation. And that was cool for the moment. That, that was, it, you know, it was funny a little bit for the moment. But, but that's not really what I wanted to be known for. I, I didn't want to be known for just being defiant against teachers uh, when teachers are just trying to help, right? And so fast forward a little bit and anybody who knows me knows that I don't like funerals because they're very somber and that's not my energy. My energy is not somber. So I stay away from funerals. But my mother had called me one day and said, and we got the call that my grandfather had passed away. So I took a trip out to Mississippi. And while I was there, I found out that all of the men in my family 
are very business minded, all of them. Everyone does something related to business. Some of us are entrepreneurs, some of us do accounting, some of us do marketing, but everybody in the family is business related. And I took that example because uh, I found out everything that my grandfather had done and it just kind of hit me, it, it did. It was like, all right, like this is the moment that I need to get my life together. Like this is, it's said that it takes death sometimes for that to happen, unfortunately, but that was what started the spark of like books and podcasting and perfume and the hotel and everything that I'm doing right now. That was the spark because I started to think about what would my grandfather want me to be known for? Would he want me to be known for being defiant and not, and not giving a shit and not listening? Or would he want me to be known for being passionate and sure-footed and steadfast about, about where I want my life to go? And so it was my grandfather's passing that really brought home for me the idea of legacy, having things to pass down and having something that, that's yours that can't be taken from you. So my books can't be taken from me. My podcast can't be taken from me. Whether I do 100 episodes or I stop at 80, I've already done it. So those are things that can't be taken. So that was my personal like defining moment of when legacy really knocked me upside the head and said, hello, you got to get life together. So that was my defining moment before I got, um, before I, the jobs and all of that stuff. That was my defining moment. It was my grandfather's passing that really brought home like the idea of like, you need to have something to live for. You, being defined is nice, but that's not the greatest trait to have, especially when you want to be known for bigger stuff. So yeah, that was my initial introduction to the idea of legacy and just running a hundred miles an hour, which I've been doing, <laughs> but, um, but that was my initial introduction to the whole like legacy piece and how like important. So beautiful. And I will tell you, I love that legacy is being incorporated in your business because legacy is being incorporated in mine in the sense yeah. of, you know, like you said, we have books, we have podcasts. Those are out there in the world that when yeah. our day comes, because it's inevitable, I know people don't like to talk about it, but it's inevitable. We are going to die. Yeah. And it's important that we put a piece of ourselves out in the world. So one year, 20 years, a hundred years from now, somebody can type it up and go, Oh my gosh. They, yeah. they were on it. You know, the other yeah. key to legacy for me is my grandfather, who I unfortunately did not get to meet, but I've heard lovely things about him, um, used to go to grave sites and decorate them on Memorial Day. And mm -hmm. my mom carried on that tradition. Well, yeah. I've gone with my mom every year to do that and now I make my kids and I say make because they're like really they're eight and a half I know I get it but I'm like you I want one of you to carry this legacy on this tradition it's a beautiful thing so it's something that we should not only be incorporating 
in our business, like to tie back to superpower, we have this superpower. Yeah. We have to figure out how we can use this superpower to leave that mark on this earth because we are not promised or nor is there a guarantee we are going to die. And what yeah. do we want to be remembered for being on the hamster wheel? Or do we want to be remembered for making a difference? And you do not have to be Pink or Mariah or whoever to leave a big legacy or even a small legacy. And one thing you and I have talked about, and I'm going to give my listeners a, (laughs) it's kind of funny. I've never given them homework. And in part one and part two, I've given them homework. And you always joke that I'm giving you homework. So I'm going to give them homework. (laughs) you do not have to share it on the recovering mentally page if you don't want but I plan to do this and I will put mine out there consider writing your eulogy how do you want to be remembered and celebrated when your day comes and I know for me I want to be celebrated as raising two wonderful human beings and leaving a mark in the mental health community that is huge to me and i know your legacy with your books and your perfume and the the hotels that are coming yes people i am talking to a big guy here in a couple years you're going to be like i'm going to be like david will you come on my podcast again tell us about your success nope too busy jesse can't do it um (laughs) but don't listen guys i will make time don't listen i'll make time i will tell you doing all that you were doing in honor of what a hard-working man and successful man your grandfather was is like i'm i'm getting emotional it It's so beautiful, and I guarantee that he is looking down on you, saying, being proud, but saying thank you. Because I know that if my legacy continues through my children, I will look down and I will be so proud and thanking them for not forgetting me and for honoring me by carrying those things on. And that is something that we all need to think about because... And it's not just because we're living in COVID that we need to think about this. We needed to be thinking about this before COVID. You know, they say, get your affairs in order. I say, get your legacy in order. Preach. Mm -hmm. I say, get your legacy in order. Your affairs, you can do after you get your legacy in order. Yeah. But I love, you're so right. You've left... You're going to go so much farther, but already you've left a mark through podcasts or four books. My God, man. (laughs) Will you help me write my third? Good Lord. I got to catch up with David. (laughs) No, but you know what? You know what? Because I'm, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting until my books get to bestseller to release them. I'm just, I'm, I'm not waiting. Right. Um, I was told at one point that I should, but that's not what I feel I should do. I, I don't feel like I should wait. I feel like now is the time for me to do it. And so I've just grown to trust my gut and my intuition about that. So my gut is telling me, release this book, release that book. So good morning. 
that's really how I've operated, you know? And that's why I've been able to say like, yes, I have four books, I'm working on another one and whatever the case, because I'm not waiting. And I just, I, I don't know, I got tired of waiting. You know, I felt like if I waited, it wouldn't get done. So I just, I kind of go off what I internally feel. So I felt the internal need to release it. So that's just, you that's just, you just hit on a great thing gut intuition because like you mm-hmm. I released my books I didn't want it like the bestseller thing just whatever if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't I want to release my message now yeah. because it's that important and I love that you trusted your gut because I tell people all the time mm, my gut says this isn't good or mm, or as you guys have heard me talk about my therapist first thought wrong, you know, go with your gut because your intuition actually is your conscience and you can trust it. You can trust that. I go with my gut with my kids. I go with my gut in my business. I, if something is off, it's off, but if something is on, yeah, it's time. I don't, don't listen to anybody. Listen to yourself. Right. And I'm so proud of you for doing that because now the message is out there and now people can read these books and now people, the buzz can start happening. You don't have to be a best-selling New York times, best-selling author in order to make an impact. Right. Right. and, And I'm not saying our listeners should go out and write a book. Maybe that's not your superpower, but I am saying create something that leaves the legacy for someone to pick up the torch and carry on like you did with your grandfather. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you definitely have to be open. You know, it's not for everyone. Um, I did shun it initially, but it was just something that I, I, I couldn't ignore it, you know, and I just decided to just accept what the universe and the spirits were telling me. And I just ran a thousand miles per hour, you know? And so. When you're passionate about something, there's no stopping you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That is something people have figured out. (laughs) That is something people have figured out, but it is true. It is true. Ladies and gentlemen, this man wakes up at 3 a.m. and doesn't go to bed till like midnight. (laughs) She's lying, y'all. She's lying. <laughs> She's lying. What would be... Okay, so to close out, mm-hmm. David and I encourage you to write how you want to be remembered. Think big. Don't yeah. think small. Think... Because I think the biggest thing that I have learned from David is if you dream big and... You follow through with what a friend of mine, uh, Keith, calls micro transformations. Yeah. You're on. You're putting yourself on the path to greatness, on the path to legacy. And I will quote Hamilton: "Who lives? Who dies? Who tells your story? And who is going to tell your story?" So, David, thank you so much for bringing right. us. I can't wait to get you back on when the hotel is up. <laughs> so you guys yeah, thank you for joining 
thank you for joining Recovering Mentally. Again, you can find David Williams on the Recovering Mentally crew page on Facebook. We are here for you. We have, If you have questions, if you want to make that deeper connection, that is what we are all about here. So thank you for joining us. David, thank you again. And you guys, we will see you next week. Well, you guys, that's all we've got for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you go out in the world this week and be the badasses and authentic selves that you are because you are amazing. Do not hesitate to hit a review and let us know what you need to hear because that's the goal. We're here for you. We are recovering mentally together. See you soon.